If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune in to some Frank and Beans. Welcome to the soothing sounds of the mating calls of birds of Western North Carolina, the podcast. The podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm Beth. And I'm Brian. And we are totally kidding. This is Frank and Beans, the podcast. <laughs> but we're still Beth and Brian. That part was true. <laughs> yeah, we, we weren't lying about that. <laughs> I mean, we can't. We couldn't be anyone else, like we established in the last episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, anyways, um, but Brian, speaking of birds and mating calls, what would you do if you were a bird and you were trying to communicate a message to somebody? And it seemed like they just weren't getting it. Or if you liked another bird and you were listening to them chirp at you and you thought, oh, my God, that must mean they like me. But really, it was just because they're a really nice bird. Right. Uh, Well, (laughs) what I've done in the past hasn't worked. So Which is why we've once again solicited the help of an online expert. <laughs> but today we're going to be talking about um, misunderstanding communication in dating. Yeah. And what did and you call it, Brian, that you I liked it the best, the way that you said uh, it? Was, it? was it overthinking? Overthinking, yes, yes. Oh, overthinking. Yeah, yeah that, that bit me it. in the ass. Yeah. That bit me in the ass. I mean, yeah, you are the worst about that. Like, I just, I have my moments, it seems like, where I overthink things too much. But I think for the most part, you are the number one victim of (laughs) overthinking. Well, you know, and and I don't know. I don't think it was really overthinking. I think after three really good dates and talking to this person for about a month that, hey, what's your intentions? What are you looking for? Wasn't that far of a of a question i think that's pretty fair but who knows yeah i mean you know we sort of talked about this a little bit last episode where sometimes you just have to let things happen a little more organically Mm -hmm. um and you know she definitely misunderstood what you were saying um because you know you just like you were concerned that you know Maybe she wasn't into you, but like realistically, obviously, if she's on a date with you, she's interested in you. And, you know, the whole point of dating is to just see where things go, you know, spending time with someone and and so forth. So but it's easy to overthink things, you know, at some point, at some point it needs to be like, hey, these are my intentions. I don't want to get my hopes up for something that this person isn't interested in. And I'm very good at limiting my feelings and what I'm open to with somebody. If somebody says, hey, I just want to be friends and just hang out every once in a while, I can do that. I just need to know where to limit my feelings, my involvement. Sure, that's true, too. And, you know, I've said it before, but I'll say it again, you know, like... I am the, I am the worst, like I'm, I have zero patience whatsoever. And I always Mm -hmm. want to like know the answer, know the ending, know what happens, you know? And so, you know, I will jump into needing to know, you know, where is this going? And then that can scare people away sometimes, you know, because they're like, yeah. 
And so we want to help you, audience, to avoid those same mistakes. Really, this this uh, episode is for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Realistically, we were just doing online research for Brian's life. <laughs> right. Half the things but, we do are pretty topical in our lives. So. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. <laughs> uh, and since my dating life is what I would consider to be relatively happy right now, I don't have a... I don't know. Maybe we'll find one for me. We'll find a sex topic for me next week. <laughs> there, there you go. So that's your teaser. It'll be an, another sex topic because we've done two dating ones in a row now. So we know that gets boring. Ugh. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, overthinking and assuming when it comes to dating can definitely put not only a strain on yourself, but also the person that you're dating. Um, Mm -hmm. you can assume the wrong things and, you know, sort of psych yourself out of a good thing. Um, so we went to the experts at Zeusk.com, uh, and, and found an article that was dating's 11 most commonly misunderstood signs. So you want to start her off, right? I do. And I like that. I get to start with this one because this happens to me a lot. Um, this yeah, this one is your date is super friendly, so you think they're really attracted to you, and I do this a lot because I'm super friendly with everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, you've seen me at the bar to where I love to talk to random strangers, and I love oh, to totally, yeah, absolutely, and I'm super friendly with everyone. Um, and that's happened to me in dating life before, to where you know I'm just being me, I'm just being super friendly and super excited. And then this person thinks that I'm way more into them than I really am. Yeah, for sure. Um, And, you know, vice versa, too. You know, like I've been in situations before where, you know, I'm on a date. It seems to be going well. They're very nice to me. And you just kind of assume, like, if it doesn't totally tank that they're into you. You know what I mean? But maybe they're just being a nice person and kind of seeing it through. You know, like they don't have to like do something. I think we're so accustomed to like people doing like such god awful things on dates in this day and age that sometimes literally just a person being normal could be mistaken for, you know, feelings. Absolutely. And, you know, in all honesty, if I if I meet somebody and I know that it's not really going to go anywhere or I'm not expecting it to go anywhere. I'm uh-huh. much more relaxed. I'm much more open. I'm much more friendly with this person. Uh, yeah, for sure. Doesn't yeah, it does not equal me liking them or being attracted to them at all. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, because I'm nice to everybody for the most part until yeah. they cross me. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> then I'm a mega bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I seen it. Yeah, like that is that is <laughs> a stone cold fact, people. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, you know, it's not easy to have a, a block of ice as your heart or where your heart once was, you know. it's <laughs> Sure. <laughs> so anyway, um, but yeah, moving on. The next one is um, that your date acts robotic, so you think that they're not interested in you. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say what's really going on is that people may seem overly formal or stiff because they're nervous and don't want to feel rejected, hurt, or disliked. They may lose their authenticity because they're frightened. It can take mm-hmm. a few dates to break it, though. Just because you don't feel any chemistry doesn't mean you should give up too soon. And I feel like you are the number one 
culprit of that, or at least you used I, to be. Well, I yeah, I can where you're like, this person's that. stupid. Next, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> and you have to remember that not everybody is as audacious as you and I are. <laughs> True. <laughs> like we are. You know, as, extroverted as extroverted can be and not everybody is that way and sometimes people right. take time to warm up so just because you know, but somebody- i've also been i've also been guilty of this too especially with someone who i feel is out of my league or above my you know um to where it's just i'm pretty intimidated and i kind of clam up and i'm like oh and i know i'm ruining it um so yeah i've been i've been uh been guilty of this myself yeah, I would say like the only times that because I can even like enjoy myself on a bad date, you know. Right. Um, so I think the only times I really do this is if I I think someone's like way out of my league. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then I yeah. then I put on like this super awkward like oh my god I don't know what to say or do sort of <laughs> like right they're act. not they're not they're not laughing at your jokes or they're not picking up on your sarcasm and it's like oh I'm screwing this up I'm screwing it up. Yeah, for sure. Um, So, yeah, you know, don't give up on somebody right away just because they don't like, you know, their personality doesn't shine in the first 20 minutes you meet them. You know, I mean, you have Mm -hmm. to give people a chance. Like, remember that person, you know, that you were talking to over text or, you know, whatever it is so that, um, you know, because obviously you wouldn't be on a date with them if you didn't have some kind of interesting conversation at some point in time, you know? Right. Yeah, of course. They just might be really into you. Could be. Super into you. (laughs) You ready for the next one? Oh, yeah. All right. Your date gets emotional and shares a lot early on, so you think they're unstable. (laughs) (laughs) A.K.A. Uh, everybody you've ever dated. (laughs) All right. Um... Yeah, they say what's really going on. It may be that the other person feels really comfortable with you so that their walls come down too soon. That's interesting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, And, you know, that's like people say that we're easy to talk to. And like the reason that we have like great podcast rapport is because we're good. We're good. What? Communicators. (laughs) Communicators. <laughs> oh, she said it. <laughs> and listeners, you know, like I've been told I'm a very good listener, you know. Yeah. Um, so I think that definitely, you know, lends itself to people sharing a lot early on. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And, and yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, when I read this the first time, I'm like, oh, they get emotional. But that doesn't have to mean that they're crying and they're, you know, breaking down in front of you. Being emotional too soon could be saying the L word way too quick. Oh, yeah. For sure. And sometimes that may seem like they're unstable. But if you happen to be like Beth or myself and you're just a really good listener, you have that uh, charisma that people are attracted to. We're just building ourselves up this episode, aren't we? I know. We're like, we're (laughs) fucking awesome. Yeah, we're fucking cool. We got a podcast. We can listen. (laughs) We're communicators. We're I mean, fucking I don't want to brag. I don't want to brag, but it is on iHeartRadio and Spotify now. I mean, we're on five different platforms. I don't know if we've yeah. said that on the podcast yet, but I know yeah. they're the two big. Po- yeah, so anybody that's been listening on SoundCloud, Stitcher, anything like that, 
kiss it goodbye. Go to the big wigs over at iHeartRadio and Spotify. Yeah, and we will see you at the iHeartRadio Podcast Awards. Yeah. We are dying to meet Taylor Swift. We will probably get in a physical altercation over her. And (laughs) she's saving us seats. It'll be really good TV, you know? I mean, absolutely. So, so do yourself a favor and listen to the show on one of those two now available platforms. Actually, it's funny because my best friend Laura back home in Chicago, shout out to Laura, uh, was like, oh, good. Now I can listen to it at work as my background noise. And she said, <laughs> she said, I don't know why. It just kind of feels like, you know, I'm married. It's not like I need dating advice, but it's kind of like I feel like, oh, Beth's here and we're just going to go hang out later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need to share that uh, that picture on the podcast. Page. Oh my god, that was so funny. I, I was, was <laughs> dead, dead. R.I.P. Me. For, right for for those of you that don't know, it was a picture obviously drawn by a kid in crayon. And it's a person saying, hello, darkness, my old friend. And then there's this dark blob that says, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's darkness saying, shut up. Which, if you listen to the show often, we do the hello, darkness, my old friend all the time. Right. <laughs> so for any of you new <laughs> listeners out there. Anyway, so so I do love the last little part that they said here about this. They're like, make sure you get to know the person a little deeper before you judge. They're totally nuts. (laughs) It's like true. Yeah, it's like that. That's not not a bad idea. But I mean, at sometimes, yeah, that is a sign that it's like, yikes. Yeah. Oh, it's like a red flag. um, Yikes. (laughs) Yeah, it could be a red flag. Yikes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's kind of a red flag for me. But, I mean, maybe, I don't know. Maybe they're not totally nuts. Yeah, you never know. Maybe they're just slightly nuts. (laughs) Well, you have to just give them a little bit more of a chance either way. If they share a lot, it just could mean that you're easy to talk to, which is a good quality to have. And you can pat your own back like Brian and I do. (laughs) So anyway, moving on. um, Your date plays a really good game of hard to get. So you think they aren't interested in you. This is interesting. What's really going on? What's really going on? Sometimes playing hard to get too well has the exact opposite effect from what someone wanted. Men and women can get scared and need signs from the other person that they're on the right path or else a mm-hmm. potential relationship will end before it even gets started. And you know what? That is See? so true. Like I am the first person to just give up because I don't think someone's interested in me. Yeah. And you know, it could just be, you never know what people have been through, you know, but you know, at the same time, purposely playing hard to get, that's a huge. Oh, that off. is. Yeah, and, you're right. You're right. You know, and and it's kind of. I don't like that. It's it, you're either interested or you're not. We're doing this or we're not. Uh, to sit there and play games with it. No, I'm not a fan of that. I agree. Next. I agree. Yeah, p- your date plays a really good game of hard to get, so you think they're not interested. How about we'll change this? This will be our debunked one for this episode, which is. I like your date plays yeah. a really good game of hard to get. Next. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't chase them. I mean, don't play into those games. I, I wouldn't. Well, anyway. yeah. And if they're going to, 
Oh, I was Go gonna ahead. say they they will think it works. It's like we were talking about this at work the other day about <laughs> like reinforcing bad behavior, you know, like Oh, there you I, go. Yeah, yeah. Like I have this one employee who does the like, oh, I talk like this while I'm at work to let you know I'm sick. And I I oh, over dramatize yeah. every cough and you know, and just limp <laughs> around the office like I'm tiny Tim. And to me, I was like, no, normally I would be like, yeah, okay, you're sick. I don't want to catch your fucking cooties, so get the hell out of here. But I was like, no, if you reinforce someone's behavior like that, if you're like, oh, you poor thing, go home, they're going to keep doing it. You know, like they're going to think that that's what works and they're going to continue to do it. And I just I can't let people get away with behavior like that. I've always been like that, like social justice warrior, Beth Franzak. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would drive me nuts. That, that pity party that woe is me. Look at me. Yeah. Cause the same, Uh, the same week someone else was sick and she was just like, Hey dude, I have strep throat and I don't want to pass it around the office. Do you mind if I stay home today? Hey, sure. Great. No problem. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, just tell it to me like it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, oh, I'm so sick. Yeah, no, I had somebody do that the other day to me, and it was like, I mean, if it's food poisoning, which you think it is, you're going to get over it. Mm-hmm. And you not only that, but it's get, like, my birth certificate says 1981, not yesterday, honey, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I invented that trick. I wrote the book, got the T-shirt, okay? It's not going to work on me. There is nothing. Nope. That's what's hilarious about having 21-year-olds work for you is that they literally think <laughs> that they're going to get one over on you. And you're like, yeah. you stupid little fool. <laughs> <laughs> Imbeciles. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of fun, though, to be smarter than all of them. <laughs> right. Anyway. So, yeah, just don't right, play so hard to get and is, don't play into playing yeah, hard to get. No, I don't like it. Uh, The next one is you have a strong emotional connection, possibly over a similar experience. So you think it's a romantic slash more than friends connection. What's really going on? An emotional connection isn't enough for romance. The spark or chemistry has to be there as well. If you don't see overall signs of attraction, you have to assume it's just a friendship. This is a really good one, I feel like. Yeah, I do too. Um, I'm trying to think of an example that I've experienced that was like this. And I don't know if I can. Well, I would say like for me, you know, I know that I like, I will take giant breaks from dating. Right. And Mm -hmm. you know how that goes. And like, I think when I, when I finally just like start dipping my toes back into it, I kind of look for these like commonalities and connections to, to indicate that this would be a romantic interest, you know, like if I'm on a right. date with somebody or, well, and you know, cause initially, obviously you're looking for someone who has something in common with you. So naturally it's Absolutely, kind of yeah. natural to do this, but you know, the thing is, is that, you know, just because um, you're both giant cub fans or, Oh, I know what's a really good example of this. Um, okay. Okay, and this is kind of like the someone on paper thing. You know who I'm talking about. This is the last person I dated in Arkansas. And Mm -hmm. it was like... Okay. I think that 
this person ended up putting me on a pedestal because it was like, oh my God, you love the Cubs. I love the Cubs. Oh my God. You know, like, um, you have done this. I've done that. And it's because you, because we had all these on paper things in common, like it ended up being like, you're the perfect Mm -hmm. person in the whole wide world. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm human garbage. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then it just ended up being weird because, you know, what probably should have started off as a friendship and then let it go into romance went into this like full on, like, crazy like romantic like feelings on one side and I did like this person and admittedly yes I had sex with this person (laughs) but at the same time like I you know and that was my bad I shouldn't have like dragged their feelings around but at the same time like you know again this is what this is saying just because someone shares the same experiences with you does not mean that like this is your soulmate. You oh, know? absolutely. And I mean, a, kind of more of a positive example of this would be me and you. We both grew up in Chicago. Yeah. We're both Cubs fans. We're both Bears fans. Uh, we both like to drink. This does not mean that it's... We're literally the same person. <laughs> right. It's <laughs> right. <Except> genitalia. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, and we didn't make anything romantic out of it. I mean, we have a really good friendship. Um, right. So that's kind of that positive side of that. That doesn't mean that we're meant for each other. We're soulmates. We're this, we're that, the other. We just have enough in common to be really good friends. Exactly. Best friends, you know, and you never know. Like, that's just best it friends. Don't discount, like, the value of that best friendship. You know, like, if we Absolutely. had just met and been like, oh, well, there's nothing romantic here and went our separate ways, like, you guys wouldn't be listening to this show right now. <laughs> right. You'd probably listening. You'd probably be listening to the stupid radio, right, right or some other dumb bullshit. Like, uh, sh- you're welcome. Otherwise, you'd be like your ears would be filled with Ariana Grande or some shit right now. <laughs> probably right. the weekend. Or what's that new or, stupid song about Post the Malone? Right. I mean, <laughs> or what's that new stupid song about the the horses in the back? Oh, I don't know. I don't listen. I literally oh, can't do garbage. the radio. It just makes me sick. Isn't that like Hannah Montana's dad that does that? What? Billy Ray Cyrus has a new fucking joint out? <laughs> I think Stop so. It. I think that's who it is. And it's Get fucking ridiculous. Fuck but everybody loves it. Here. Yeah. I can't. So we're saving you from listening to that right. bullshit. You're welcome. So take... Another pat yeah, on the back. Take a, <laughs> take a page out of our playbook and value friendship if it's just friendship allow things to happen naturally or and organically in a situation. Don't just assume that oh. commonality means uh, romantic interest. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Is it your turn or my turn? I forgot. <laughs> uh, your turn. I think I had the last Okay. Um, so they've told you that they don't want anything serious, but you spend a lot of time together, so you think that they really do. This is Ooh, a good one. This is this a super is a, good one, and I know yeah. that you are guilty of leading people on in this way. Uh-huh. I know that I am guilty of leading people on in this way. Mm-hmm. And I know that there are... I'm sure that you and I have both been drugged along this way at some point in our lives. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. This is everyone's been through it. What's really going on, they say, is when someone's words and actions 
don't align, it's hard to know what to take as the truth, especially when you really want to believe that they're interested in you. Usually actions speak louder than words. However, in this case, it's the words. If they really want a relationship with you, they won't be telling you they don't, says relationship coach Jessica Obert. Which, fun fact, my cousin Jessica Obert just said that. (laughs) What? My cousin's name is Jessica Obert, okay? And she literally just said that she was going to subscribe to the podcast because it's on Spotify now. (laughs) Whoa. And so, this is funny because it's almost her same name. So, shout out to my cousin Jessica. There you go. (laughs) I really like this one um, because I've been... um, you know, question about my intentions before. And it's like, no, I don't want a relationship. And it's like, well, why are you spending so much time with me? Right. It's because you, you, you st- ha- companionship and relationship are two different things. That's why. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, I really like that they said, you know, in this case, it's the words that speak louder than the actions. Um, and that's true. I, I mean, you can hang out with somebody, you can have fun with them, you guys can have sex, you can go out and have drinks. Um, you can talk every day. You can do all that other stuff. That does not mean this person wants a relationship. If they've told you they don't want a relationship. Correct. Yeah. You never know. Like you never know like what they could have going on in their lives. Like, you know, a move planned or a career change, which could take them somewhere else or terminal cancer, or I don't know, you know, there's any number of things that could give them a legitimate reason to not want to get into anything too serious. But that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that as human beings, we don't still need companionship. Absolutely. We do. I had a fucking mental breakdown last night to you because I was like, I'm so lonely. I'm terrible at everything. You know, uh-huh. like, nobody likes me. <laughs> like, uh-huh. I don't know what was wrong with me. Obviously everybody likes me, but no, I'm just <laughs> But like everybody, if it, you spend enough time alone and without friends and family and you, your mind plays tricks on you. Sure. So I think you know, no matter it, what, what your future plans are in, you know, it's valid if you don't want a relationship because you have your own reasons for that, but you still have to have companionship. Well, and there's also people out there that are the serial monogamers or serial mm-hmm. relation. Yeah. And I don't think that way. I don't think that, man, I just got out of a relationship yesterday. I need to start a new one today. I used to be that person. Yeah. Long, I mean, long I, ago and many lands away. <laughs> right. I would literally and, you know, jump you, from boyfriend to boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you don't know what someone else is going through. You don't know what their situation is or their uh, relationship past has been like. And maybe they just don't want a relationship because they don't want one, but they want everything right. that goes with the relationship minus the commitment. Right. Everybody has their own reasons, but it takes two to tango. If you know that they want, they don't want a relationship and you do, and they've expressed that to you and you're still spending a lot of time with them. That's not their fault. Boo boo. That's yours. That's not their miscommunication failure. That's not Mm -hmm. them not telling you what they really want. That's them telling you what they really want. And you, Still staying by it anyway and deciding that you're willing to put up with that. That's a good point. You know, and if you get your hopes up for something that this person isn't interested in, whose fault is that? Right. Bingo. Mm. All right. I think that was a good one. Yeah. Ooh, I'm glad Although I, in I, my experience, when a dude says he doesn't want anything serious, it just means he wants to fuck and like 
not. <laughs> and I'm just don't being honest a- to the ladies out there. Like, oh, don't give yeah. away our secrets. I mean, it's my job to give away your secrets, Brian. But see, you know, here's the thing. I mean, there's women out there who just want sex as well. And there's nothing wrong well, yeah, with that. And that's fine. But that's not who we're talking about here in this. You know what I mean? True. Yeah, fair enough. This, this is not the oh, that's not the overthinking episode. <laughs> right. It's <laughs> the friends with benefits episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Let's move along. I'm glad I got this one. Mm-hmm. Um, you had sex on the first date, so you think it means there's a future, real love, and a possible soulmate. <laughs> What's really going on? <laughs> What's really going on is he is never going to call you again, okay? <laughs> That's not always true. That's not always I'm just, true. I'm joking, but also, like, we've been over this where I'm like, uh, I never think that there's a future real of an impossible soulmate. Anytime I sleep with someone on the first date, I'm like, well, he's never going to call me again. <laughs> But that's not always true. I mean, it's not. It's just a joke about my life. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've had sex on the first date and called the person, you know, I mean, I don't know. We really need to get uh, Missy back on the show because she's got a really good uh, view on sex and relationships being separate. And I've talked about this before, but I know that she would explain it much better. She talked about it on like the second or third episode. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I think we need to dive into that a little bit more. Yeah. But what's really going on here? That's uh, why we trans- have a sex and relationship podcast. Not, not They're not one and the same. Maybe we should change it to sex or relationship podcast. <laughs> <laughs> sex and or relationship <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Jesus, we're so stupid. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so sex on the first what else has a, has What's a really guy? going on? As oh. a guy, this would be a valuable like time for you to like be like, what is really going on here, Brian? So what is sure. really going on here? So sex on the first date, what's really going on? Chances are he was um, ready and she was willing. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty, that's all you need. Um, yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of where it ends. Chances um, are you just both wanted to bone. And if it was going to be something more, it was gonna. And if it wasn't, it wasn't. Right. Um, I think, and that's the whole see. point of this is don't overthink it. Right. That's it. You guys wanted to fuck. You guys fucked. End of story. That's it. And if that's you both it. like each other more than that, you'll continue to talk. And if he's right. really not that interested in you and just wanted to get his dick wet, well, then that's what's going to happen. Don't right. overthink it. And once again, it takes two to tango. So right. take responsibility, both of yes. you, for what yeah, just happened. Be- because it's totally separate, yeah. Just because he had mm-hmm. sex with you doesn't mean he wants to continue on with that relationship. In fact, no. like I mentioned, nine times out of ten, <laughs> not <laughs> nine times, nine times out of ten, if your name is Beth Franzak, okay. But, <laughs> but, but I mean, um, yeah. So they say um, when you have sex with someone on the first date, it doesn't mean anything beyond the sex. Try not to torture yourself by leveraging a one night stand into more than it was. It's great advice. That's great advice. Yeah, yeah. don't you, you guys you guys had sex, you both wanted it, you both consented. Um maybe I think it's the reasoning may have been different. You may have had sex with him because you thought it's what he wanted. Mm-hmm. Or you thought it would make him stick around. Well, see, or... that's the bullshit of it. Like sex mm-hmm. is not gonna keep sex is not gonna trap somebody. A pregnancy no. will, but <laughs> um, <laughs> You're not going <laughs> to. 
<laughs> You're not going to get anybody to start a relationship with you by having sex with them. <laughs> we may have to edit some of this out. Uh, no, no, dude, no, don't, don't you dare edit that out. <laughs> Oh, oh my god oh my god no it's so funny so okay so i'm currently dating somebody that um you know i'm very happy with <laughs> mm-hmm. and um it was funny because uh one of our good friends taylor Hearn, <laughs> shout out to taylor um the, i was like telling her about it over the phone we we're texting and i was like oh my god he this he that da, 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 da. and she was like girl fake a pregnancy immediately <laughs> oh god i laugh for like the rest of the day about that i'm still laughing about it now but it's like it's because it's so silly don't ever obviously fake a pregnancy it's fucking stupid (laughs) but um anyway it's just it's only for jokes that's it which by the way oh my god okay speaking of taylor i have to side note for a second (laughs) because she, I don't even think she would be mad that I told you the story, but you know how Taylor has that bit about the guy named Ryan that works at Outback Steakhouse that like, you know, like fucked her over or whatever. I don't know if I've heard this. Oh my God. Okay. So it was like, he's this guy, like he ghosted her and like, it's like basically like a part of the joke is that obviously that he works at Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> Shout out to Outback Steakhouse in case you want to sponsor the show. (laughs) But like, it's funny because uh, she, she's telling the story and she's like, we'll just call him Ryan because that's his name. (laughs) 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 Anyway, it's so good. Like the bit is so great. Go see Taylor Hearn, look her up. Like you will literally thank me later. Like, but anyway, she's great. And she's been the, on the she's been on the podcast before. She too, has, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Two episodes. So, yeah, you know how funny she is already. So mm-hmm. <laughs> she she put on her Instagram story the other day, and I fucking fell out of my chair laughing at work. He literally <laughs> he literally started texting her and was like, um, "Can you please keep my name out of the joke because it's gotten back around to corporate and blah blah blah." <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> And her responses to it are fucking comic gold. Like, she was like, oh, this is the greatest thing that ever happened. And he's like, but no, it's really serious. And then she has, like, another jokey response. Like, it's literally the greatest thing that's ever happened to me in the last, like, six years. (laughs) I'll have to, like, she has to screenshot and send it to you. It's the funniest thing that I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) That is amazing. Yeah, so <laughs> right, corporate, corporate, getting around a corporate, it's not making me look good. And she's like, "Oh, this is fucking hilarious." And she, and he's like, "No, but really, like, this is my, it's affecting my livelihood." And then she just answers right back with something hysterical, like, right, like not like, "Oh, I'm really sorry." Yeah, I'll stop. Like, it was just dickish. Whatever it was, it was so great. He he had it coming. Let me tell you. We'll have to have her on the show to talk about that. Like we have to have a oh, special a special ghosting episode. I think we should. A special episode just on ghosting and we'll have Taylor back on. I like Anyway, it. so yeah, <laughs> just because you have sex doesn't mean there's a future. Get it out of your head. So Right. Sex means you had sex. That's it. There's nothing more or less to that. Okay. 
And then similarly, uh, the next one is seems to push you away for no reason. So you think she's mad at you and wants alone time. Unless it's me, then that is spot on. <laughs> See, I, I was going to say this can we can probably debunk this one as well. I think we can definitely just debunk this one because I am very forthcoming about my need for personal space. Mm-hmm. And if I seem to be pushing you away, grab that hint, run with it, give me some time to myself, you know? Yep. That's um, all I need. I mean, there's yeah. times where I, when I deal with stress and it's like, hey, the best thing for me is to just decompress on my own. Um, talking about it is not going to do anything except get me more pissed. So right. leave yeah, me alone. Or- give me- Yeah, like maybe I just need to run through like this season of True Detective and I don't want to talk on the phone to you right now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Game of Thrones just started. Let me decompress. Oh my God, I fall out of control for the last 24 hours on both (laughs) things. Right. (laughs) Because I got HBO through Amazon and it was the greatest thing to happen in my life. Oh yeah. I did the same. Do you have HBO? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I got got the HBO. If you want to sponsor this show, sponsor it. Because you oh, are doing quality television. Have you watched The True Detective yet? Um, I think I'm on like episode five. Oh, child. It is so good. <laughs> I could not rip my bleeding eyes away from it. And when I say bleeding, it means I couldn't blink for a second right? during this show. It's so good. So people True well, Detective. Well, it was filmed here in Northwest Arkansas. So it's kind of cool why, to see yep. the places that you drive by pretty often in the show and For you know sure. the references a lot of times they they talk about the towns and whatnot and it's like i know that place yeah I've like the there. fort smith references are out of control on that show <laughs> <laughs> and they, they only mentioned Fayetteville twice but they mentioned fort smith like seven or eight times <laughs> right <laughs> i'm like they talk about devil's den all the time and it's yeah. like hey i've been there and devil's den is where me and my dog saved that dude remember that right. Yeah, 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 and I was like, literally, like my dog and I saved a guy there that one time, like that was like trapped in a cave and hurt. <laughs> it was so crazy. So that's why I was so interested in watching it, not to keep the sidebar going forever, but like I was so interested in watching it, and then it ended up being so good because Mahershala Ali and Stephen Dorff's acting is brilliant, brilliant, right. and I love it's that fucking um, brilliant. I was thinking about this last night when I was watching it and watching Steven Dorff smoke. And it's like, ooh, what about that e-cigarette? E-cigarette? I thought the same thing. Because you know how many years I used the joke <laughs> where I'm like, well, if it's good enough for Steven Dorff, it's good enough for me. <laughs> right. What was that? Uh, was that blue? Yeah. Bl- yeah. It was yeah. blue e cigs that he was the yeah. spokesperson. And no one had seen or heard of him since like whatever shitty 90s action movie he put out. <laughs> right. And then lo and behold, he's like the one star anyone's heard of. Like, well, Carmen Jogo has done some stuff. Like, she's Marshall Ali's wife. And, mm. um, but, um, yeah. So, like, to find out that Stephen Dorff was, like, the only person who was a star in that show was so disappointing. But, and then also tell me Scooter McNary, who plays Tom, the dad, does mm-hmm. not look like who I was just talking about who was the last oh, person shit. I dated in Arkansas. <laughs> Oh, shit. Is he not dead ringer for that person? Oh, absolutely. It's creepy. HBO sponsor the show. Yeah, sponsor the show. Or if you want to do a show about our show, HBO, come get it. We're here for that. Have you seen that they have like podcast shows on there? No way. Yeah, I think there's two of them. Um, 
I want to say, what is it? It's something two something queens, two black queens. Stop That's it. That's probably way off. No, but like they started a podcast and now they're they've got their own HBO is special. Is it like drag queens or actual black queens? Either way, I'm in. I'm just interested. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I I don't know, and I'm probably way off on the name, but uh, that's okay. Yeah, there's there's a couple of podcast shows on there. So Franks and Beanies get that HBO Go account, and you'll yeah, see you- Beth and I shortly. Yeah, we'll be there right after we take over the iHeartRadio Awards, okay? <laughs> Absolutely. But what were we talking about? So anyway, we were talking about if your girlfriend seems to push you away for no reason, you think she's mad at you and wants alone time. What okay. they say is what's really going on is this is exactly the opposite of what she wants. It could just be her way of showing you that she needs some physical and emotional affection. If a woman needs a hug or a sweet comment, she's better off asking for it straight out than playing mind games with a man who doesn't even know that there's a game to play. But this is what I'm saying. Like, this is supposed to be about not overthinking things. And, like, I think this is overthinking it altogether. Like, if you're a dude and your girlfriend acts like she wants time, she's probably just going to ask. You're probably just going to say, okay, she needs time. Because guys are pretty, like, forth coming you know like they're straight yeah, out very straightforward like, if you say yeah. if you say hey i need some alone time guess what you're getting some alone time yeah so i feel like a woman wrote this maybe <laughs> oh could be <laughs> so, but yeah i'm not a fan of that if 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 you need time and you say you need time you're gonna get time if you need uh what was it a kiss or a hug or whatever it was guess right. what you're getting a kiss or a hug or whatever tell it was. me that yeah that's what i need i just need to guys want to be fixers they really do they just need to know the info because if you present a problem and like you know how like sometimes you just want a bitch so yeah but anyway just be forthcoming and there'll be no like need to overthink anything you know absolutely it's too easy All right, next one says, your significant other is consistently messaging you, but are never available to actually meet. So you think they're just busy. I don't like how they said your significant other. Yeah. Um, If your significant other is too busy I think they're just trying to be politically correct by not saying girlfriend, boyfriend. Sure. If your significant other is too busy to meet, that's probably not your significant other. Yeah. And they're like, what's really going on? Yeah, what are they saying about what's really going on? Because we're going to debunk this real quick. Sometimes yeah. the opposite ones are just as important. Right. Uh, what's really going on? There are many people who get a thrill, validation, or simply entertainment by having people on the back burner. Ooh. Ooh that's true, though. Yeah, that is true. That's fucking uh, if someone true. Really likes you, yeah. If someone really likes you, they make time for a real world date. Okay. Very true. I know a couple so, of So, yeah. These. So, maybe not debunked on this one. I know people like this. I've dated this yeah. person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, they would... Actually, that is... Okay, come to think of it. The relationship that I always talk about on the show, <laughs> which is the worst one ever, but it has a lot of really good, like, points. Like, he swears to this day that he never physically cheated on me. He just Mm -hmm. had to have like that validation from other people. And he swears to me that that was all these people that he was talking to. And it's like, Mm. okay, well, even if that's the case, I still consider it cheating. So no, but like, it was kind of like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, why do you have to have all these people on the back burner in case? Cause you're thinking it's not going to work out. 
Well, then if you have this idea and if they have this idea in their head that it's not going to work out and they want to have a plan B, then have Mm -hmm. that plan. Make plan B your plan A, bro. You know? Yeah, for sure. And the person I'm thinking about who does this, um, yeah, will set up plans with me and then last minute, nothing. Or, oh, no, I got my kids tonight. Oh, I bet I know who you're talking about. I bet you do, too. Yeah, and I think that's kind of what's going on there is that thrill, that validation or... Yeah, of knowing that you have somebody. They need that validation of like knowing that someone's interested in them and like, okay, Mm -hmm. I can go back about my business now. Yeah, and you know, this person will call me at 1130 at night asking me to come to Dixon Street. A, I fucking hate Dixon Street. B, it's 1130 at night. I'm already into something, you know? Yeah. But almost like... And by something, he means a vagina. (laughs) (laughs) face deep and you know even a vagina by then (laughs) uh, (laughs) just um, kidding no i'm just kidding but you know it's almost like making plans with you that they know that you can't make it you know or you're not going to or something that you don't want to do yeah like they're lonely so they you know they just want to know that you're going to be there oh that's a good one and that is an overthinking situation that is good on your part because if you go just because you're like, oh, I'm not going to overthink this. I'm just going to go. They want to hang out with me. They could have right. ulterior motives. So sometimes it might not be overthinking. If it's True. a pattern, it's all about the pattern. Mm-hmm. Good point. Because especially if they're on Dixon Street, it could just mean I'm drunk and horny and I need a ride home. <laughs> right. Or it could be by the time you get here, I'm going to be locking lips with somebody else. And- right. You know, like no, 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 no. Or in your case, or in your case, (laughs) probably have gone back to my ex boyfriend by then. (laughs) I'm sorry, (laughs) Brian. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, world star. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, and that's the other thing that I wanted to bring up was that whole let's let something organic happen. To me, that's like. Let's see what my ex-boyfriend thinks in a couple of weeks. That's no! What, that's what I hear. Ooh. <laughs> that is... That's okay. what I hear. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I'll give you that. And you know, that's that's based on my experience in the past. And so when I hear that, well, let's let... I, I like things to happen organically. I hear, um, you know, I'm still waiting to s- see if my boyfriend gets his head out of his ass. Or ex-boyfriend. You're like, you're like does your boyfriend work at Whole Foods? Wah, 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 world star. <laughs> 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 oh, God. <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> Okay, so the next one is uh, the person you're in a three-month relationship with starts calling and texting less, so you think they're not interested in you anymore. Ooh, okay. Mm. What's really going on is it's normal for some of those can't get enough of you texts and phone calls to come less often. So true. It -hmm. could just mean your partner is secure enough in the relationship where they don't feel they need to be communicating with you every minute of the day. This is so me, by the way. Um, sure. You're dating someone who has a career, life, friends, relatives, and you're settling into more of a normal pattern. This is so Makes, spot on. Yeah, absolutely. I like that a lot. And it doesn't have to be a three-month relationship. Um, this can happen much sooner than that. Yeah, um, for sure. You know, the other part of this is, man, if I'm texting you and calling you all day long, what am I going to talk to you about when we meet up at the bar later on? Bingo. You know? Yeah. Well, and that's just it. It's like people really do. Like I like will have whole days at work where I'm busy. 
you know, where I literally cannot get back to you because my boss is there and I can't sit there texting in front of them or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, because if my boss is there, he's there for two days on a trip. I have to give him my undivided attention, you know, and like, and I can't just be sitting there like, oh, hey, I miss you, you know, like, or what are you doing? How's your day? You know, it's like, that just doesn't work. So, um, you know, don't take it as like a sign of like personal lack of interest. It's Mm -hmm. just, it could be a lot of things and it could be that you're secure enough with that person that you feel like they'll be okay with it, you know? Right. Yeah. I I like that explanation. I think that's very spot on. People are busy, you know, and I I hate when I see people on Facebook saying, you know, uh, no one's too busy to spend five seconds to send a text message. And it's like, sometimes we are. Yeah. Right. Some days we are. You don't fucking know me, Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and on top of that, on top of that, what I just said, you know, man, leave something to talk about when you actually get to meet up. Exactly, absence makes the heart grow fonder in some cases. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. Yeah, I like that one too. All right, so moving along, you've been seeing someone for months, and things are going great. You've talked about your feelings, so even through, even though you haven't had, even though you haven't had the exclusive relationship. You can't even talk, read. All right. (laughs) Um, Even though you haven't had the exclusive relationship talk, you think this might actually be the one. What's really going on? Yeah, this is a good one. I mean, yeah, I think we've kind of we've kind of both been guilty of this. And eh, let's see what's really going on. Never assume. Yeah, they could just be really enjoying their time with you, but have no plans of actually being exclusive. Interesting. Yeah. Always have the conversation, an honest, direct, and kind conversation. Honest, direct, kind conversations are what success- successful long-term relationships are made of. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, c- communicate that. But it's like, you know, sometimes, and I was talking to somebody about this earlier this week, sometimes <laughs> somebody wants to know right off the bat what somebody's intentions are. What do you want? What are you doing? Sometimes... People will stop talking to you three months into that friendship or relationship mm-hmm. because they feel like you're rushing them. Yeah, for sure. So when's the when's a good time to have that talk? You know, it's difficult to say, and obviously, you know, you hate just like copping out by. It feels like a cop out to say like on a case by case basis. But, you know, mm-hmm. that's just it is like the the whole reason that we're doing this and sharing this information with you is to arm yourself with the knowledge that you need to make those decisions in an educated manner. You know what I mean? Right. Like to look for the signs that are right. Look for the signs that are wrong and then decide what's right for you. And if it doesn't work out, then fuck it. It wasn't supposed to be, right. you know, I, I highly doubt that anywhere on the planet short of a couple of Barbara Streisand movies, has there ever been two people that were totally meant for each other that didn't end up being together because somebody misunderstood what somebody else's intentions were or misunderstood something that somebody said. But I, which is why I think that if you know this stuff, then you won't overthink things. Then you won't miss out on the signs that something isn't right or that it is right, you know, like, mm-hmm. so, you know, I mean, it's just all a matter of like, pers- 
Yeah, so, I mean, the moral of the story is probably just don't overthink. My problem is um, when I overthink, the way that I get uh, past that is by communicating. If or I overthink, drinking and spending like, all of your money. On Amazon, on and drinking thing. and spending all my money. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But <laughs> um, no, I'll communicate with somebody. If I'm sitting here overthinking, does this person like me? Do they do they want to date me? Do they want this? What do they? I will ask them flat out. What are you looking for? Right. And Sometimes I think that's, that's a not good always thing, the best. I, you know, like because <sighs> I don't feel like that was my fault. To be honest, it's not a test. You know, <laughs> I think some girls feel like it's a test. And in this person's defense, I think that when guys ask that a lot of times, it's because in my experience, when some, when a guy asks that, it's because they're not looking for more and they want it. They're saying like, you know, cause people, guys on dating websites do this before they even meet you where they're like, right. what are you, what are you on here for? What are you looking for? And it's because they mm-hmm. nine times out of 10 guaranteed, it's because they just want to hook up. So they're finding okay. that out from the beginning because they're not going to waste time talking to you if they if you want more than a hookup. Now, the difference sure. between your situation and those situations is that you had been dating this person for a while. You've invested mm-hmm. the time and energy to get to know them, and you just want to know if now you're both ready for that next step. However... Right. Women have been conditioned to think if he's asking that, it means because he just wants to hook up. Gotcha. Okay. Hmm. But you know, in this in this situation, if this if this person said, you know, um, I just want to be friends. I'm not looking for any type of a commitment. Uh, it's nice to go out and have some drinks, but I don't want anything more than that. I would have accepted that, and I would have ran with that. Or just said, you know what? I don't really know, Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know that I'm ready to talk about it, or, you know. And that's fair. Yeah. You know, and I didn't push this. I didn't push the subject. I didn't anything. Um, So to me, it was just kind of this person... I don't know. I almost kind of feel like not gold digging, but um, man, I'm getting I'm getting free dinners out of this guy. Like, why would I change anything? I'm mm-hmm. having fun with this person. We have good conversations. We laugh. We have fun. Uh, why would I mess this up? You, you know, I don't know. I think Brian that you're overthinking it. <laughs> Damn it! Did I do it again? <laughs> have you oh, learned man. nothing from this fifty four minutes of conversation, my and- Brian? <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> I'm just Me gonna too. go I'm gonna drink go do and that spend too. I was money. actually going to go meet your lovely cousin Brittany, but because somebody wanted to record early today, yeah. Brandy, you said Brittany. Oh, Brandy. I'm sorry, my bad. She looks she, just she like my like old she was... boss. She looks just like my old boss, Brittany. <laughs> yeah, she she seemed like she was interested in the podcast and would start listening. So cool. make sure to get that right. So shout well, out to Brandy. She, yeah, shout out to Brandy. She was. Uh, I was like, well, Brian wanted to record before one or two his time today, so <laughs> I had to stick around <laughs> town. She had plans this afternoon, so I am looking forward to hanging out either way, Brandy. I apologize for the name mistake, but. You know, Correction your cousin, quarter. your cousin, yeah, she was like, well, tell Brian, thanks for ruining our plans. <laughs> oh, I feel bad now. And I said, well, it's not really his fault. <laughs> I think last week was, okay. um, I could be wrong, but that was the first time I've ever met her. 
Really? Yeah. You know, I have yeah. cousins. Well, I have cousins like that too. My my cousin Jessica, the aforementioned cousin. I think the only time mm-hmm. I may have ever possibly met her possibly would have been when we were both way too young to remember it. And it would have been like at yeah. her uncle Christopher's wedding. And that was like okay. in Colorado a thousand years ago, but I don't even know if she was there. Wow. I'm, yeah, it's crazy. But you know, it's like Facebook reconnect coolness. Yeah. Love it. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, right. well, I think that's it, Brian, right? We're almost yeah. an hour. Yeah, here, that's which it. Is good. Don't overthink Frank Sambini's. Just uh, spend all your money and drink all the whiskey. <laughs> but don't spend all your money <laughs> on stupid stuff. Try to buy makeup yeah. and hair products and things that are clothes. Hmm. Shoes. Oh, my God. I sh- do you, you know what I'm talking about? That video shoes. Shoes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I literally showed this to everyone in my office for the first time this week. None of them had ever seen it, heard of it. And I was like, are you kidding me? And the reason why is because I was like, my dad looks like Tom Skerritt. They're like, who's Tom Skerritt? I'm like, you know, like instead of being like, you know, (laughs) Top Gun or anything like that, I was like, you know, the mom points to the picture of Tom Skerritt in the shoes video. (laughs) 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 The most dreaming about Tom Skerritt. And then like, they're like, what? And uh, I was like, let me just show you the video. Cause like the, like they're all dreaming about something. The family in the beginning of the video were like, the the kids like PlayStation and the dad's like fiscal responsibility and then the mom's like Tom scare it <laughs> <laughs> so I showed them that for the first time this week I also showed them Gay of Thrones for the first time this week oh hell yeah and now I have to find a new staff because they're all dead from hilarity overload okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gay of Thrones is the best um, Game of Thrones recap. Out there. Yeah, it's Jonathan from Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, and it is everything. It is the best. Yeah. It's so funny. Like, it was funny because I told my sister about it, and I was like, (laughs) she was like, well, do you have to watch Game of Thrones again? And I was like, not even a little bit. It's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, it'll help you understand Game of Thrones, if anything. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I like how he gives everybody nicknames. Yeah, like Christina Aguilera. Like... Like, yeah, Denarius is Christina Aguilera. Ginger Spice and Left Eye go to. <laughs> it's okay. It's the best. If you're not watching it, watch it. Audience is on Funny or Die, YouTube, all that jazz. So, anyway, I guess that's our shout outs corner, right? Hey. Yeah, that's a good shout out. Okay. Well, um, other than that, next week will be another sex topic. We're going to start telling you with a teaser beforehand what we're going to talk about. We don't know what it will yeah, be. Yeah, I like that. We don't know what it will be, but it'll be no sex topic. I was thinking maybe Beth and Brian visit a sex shop separately and then come together with their most interesting finds or ones that are named mm. so crazy that like I, you have to guess what it is. I have a product that has a crazy name. You have to guess what it is. And vice versa. I like that. Oh, shit. Right. I like it. Okay. All right. Well, there you have it, audience. That is going to be our next topic. <laughs> <laughs> But other than that, take care, you little Franks and Beanies. Take care, you Franks and Beanies.